thank you for listening to the weekly message at First Baptist Church in Bushland, Texas. But for many people, the name Baptist and the name of a denomination is an obstacle. It's a hindrance. It's hard to get over. It's hard to get past. Some of you have been pioneers. You've, you've, you've sucked it up. I mean, some of you couples have sat in that parking lot and one said, we can do this, and the other said, I don't want to do it. One said, we can do it. I'll hold your hand. The other said, I don't care if you hold my hand. I still don't want to do it. Some of you walked in here not knowing what to expect, and it wasn't what you expected. Many of you, I've sat with you over the last two or three years, and you said, when we came in here, we were expecting this, and that's not what we got, but we loved what we got. I'm going to tell you what most of you say, and you say what I say. They say, where do you go to church? I said, you say, your church. I, they say, where do you pastor? I said, I pastor First Baptist Church Bushland. And they look at you. And I said, yes, it's, it's really not a Baptist church. You really ought to come and experience it. Now, here's what I've learned over the last couple of years. If you have to explain your name, you have a bad name. You need a name change if you've got to explain your name. And if you're like me, I spend most of my time trying to explain to people that it's not a Baptist church. You need to come experience it. You need to come be in the presence of the Lord. You need to come see supernatural. You need to come see church like it was made to be. You need to come experience the freedom and the presence of God. You need to come in here and sense his presence. Let me tell you something. That is church. That is the church that he died for. That's the church that he told Peter, on this rock, I will build my church. As we talk, there are three cars trying to pull in the parking lot. They don't have a chance. I don't know how many people are in their car. They're not getting in here. They're still pulling in. But that's a beautiful thing. But listen to me. Jesus said, I want you to be the church. The church. I'm coming back to get the church. So we get into the fall, and I started a series last fall called In It, Not Of It. And I'm still walking this journey. A lot of walking, a lot of sitting, and a lot of listening. And see, sometimes pastors get in trouble because it's not because they don't hear God. They hear him. But see, there's a hearing of God, and there's the timing of God. And those two must meet to see all that God has for you. Sometimes you can get ahead of God. Sometimes you can lag from God. So I'm in this series called In It, Not Of It. And we're going through these different people that were in it, not of it. And I get to a guy named Paul. And I begin to look at Paul and his writings. And so I got this going on in my head, these, these obstacles, these hindrances this is really not a Baptist church. You ought to come experience it. But I don't know what to do with it. I haven't heard it yet. I haven't got it clear yet. I, I, don't, I don't know where I'm at. I'm not settled. And, and Passing can tell you. Uh, is, you know, he'd say, where are you? I said, I'm not, I'm not settled yet. Not settled. I hadn't, hadn't got it yet. I hadn't got it yet. So I'm in the Paul. And I begin to read his letters. Paul writes letters to the church. Hmm. Roy D. popped them up for me. I want to walk the church through them. He says this way, and you can see it in Scripture every time he'll say, I'm writing to the church at Corinth. I'm writing to the church 
at Galatia, at Ephesus, Philippi, Colossians. He just keeps going. And then over in Revelation, there's about nine more. And I like the church at Ephesus, the church at Philippi, the church at Corinth. But if you read the letters, he's writing to these churches and he's saying this to them. What you got is special. What you got is the presence of the Lord. What you got is supernatural things happening in your midst. What you got is people that come and their lives are never the same again. What you have is the favor of God. What you have is the presence of God. What you have is my spirit every time you meet. And I go through these and I'm reading them and reading them and reading them. And then I think, that's us. That's us. Let me tell you something. Hands raised by the number of people who put in for a vacation week to go spend it in Bushland. <laughs> boss, boss, listen to me, boss. I need June 4th off. Where y'all going? Going to Bushland. Well, don't come back because you're a freak. <laughs> you don't have a job when you get back, brother. This is not some paradise out here. We, we, we count our trees. They outnumber. They don't outnumber people by any means or the dogs probably. There's not much out here. It's just pasture land. This land that we sit on, there's not much to this. This dirt. I'm going to tell you something. 2017 will be 100 years old. There were some people long before any of us was around who founded a church in this prairie. God raised it out of this dirt for such a time as this. I used to sit with Raymond Bolin. Some of y'all know Raymond. Pastored here for 23 years. After Ollie died, I used to sit with him. Take picture of the church Melissa did when we met over there. And if you know Raymond, you had to have ice cream. When you came to see him, he used to come over and sit with Raymond. I'd tell him about what God's doing in the church, and he'd just start crying. 23 years he pastored. 23. He said, that's what I always knew it could be. <laughs> Let me tell you, it was my dream is when we launched this room and we filled it up to have Raymond come and speak. They didn't make it. He died before we opened the doors. I'm going to tell you something. There are people that had gone before us. And this place right here is sacred ground. This place right here is set apart by God. This place right here was set apart for this. For all that God has for us. And when I looked at those names, the church at, the church at, the church at, and what set them apart was not their location, my friend. It's not what, was, what their place was, but it was just the presence of Almighty God that showed up every time they met. And Paul said, don't lose what you got. Don't lose what you got. So as I sat there with that, I thought, you know what? That's us. There's not that much to Bushland. There's not much out here. But we are the church set aside on this land right here.
from this point forward, we will never be the same again. Never be the same again in many ways. But I want to show you one way. If I don't knock this over, this, my friend, is who we are now. Woo! I like that. I like that. We are the church at Bushland. That's who we are. We're the church. Understand, see the caps? Mm -hmm. There's a reason for that. All caps, baby. That's who we are. We're the church. That's the location. Ephesus, Corinth, Philippi. Don't mean anything. Spot on a map. We're a flyover town. If you come from Albuquerque, you've seen us. All right? We're just flying over, man. But I'm going to tell you something. It's not the location that makes us who we are. It's the king and his spirit and his anointing and his presence in this house. Pop that up. Pop that animated thing up if I want to teach you on this for a little bit. Y'all watch out. That's pretty cool. Come on. We got to do that again. Can y'all do that again? Do that again. I like that. That's sweet. That's pretty sweet. Thank you, Brett Ponder. That boy can do his stuff now. Don't mess with him. Now, let me tell you about this name. You see that logo right there? There's a purpose for that logo. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what it means. It's not just a sticker that you're going to get in a little bit. We are the church. That's what we are, the church. We're not a denomination. We're not a non-denominational church. That don't even make sense. I don't even understand what that means, Okay. I, I just don't understand. You take every non-denominational church, their denominations all in it. They came from Methodist, Catholic, Church of Christ. They came from everywhere. Heaven is full of denominations. I don't want to be a non-denomination. I don't want to be a denomination. I want to be the church. That's what we are. That's who we are. We're the church. He's not coming back to get a denomination or a non-denomination. He's coming back to get the church. And that's the part I want to be into, the church. We're the church. If they say, what denomination are you? All. That's who we're, all. That's all. They're going to look at you like, what? you weird. Yes, I am weird. My church is awesome come because we like all. All, black, yellow, pink, purple, don't matter your color, don't matter your ethnic background, don't matter your financial background, doesn't mean any of that stuff. We just love people, and we're the church. We're the church. The location, before y'all go, well, I don't live in Bushin, so am I not welcome? <laughs> Look, we were first Baptist Bushin, and you started coming, so why you want to leave now? Hey, it's just a location on a map. It is not signifying the only people we minister to. It's not about the only people that we're going to be around, okay? This is the location of the church. I don't care where you're from. You're a part of the church. I don't qualify you to be a part of the church. He does. So how can I, by a name, keep you away? I can't. 
You think all the people that came to the church of Philippi were from Philippi? No, they were not. But they knew where to find the presence of God. They knew where the Spirit of God was alive. And they knew where they had Konania with one another. And I'm going to tell you, they knew where Jesus was showing up on a consistent basis. And you know what? Jesus today will draw a crowd just like he did back then. Man, we are the church at Bushland. And we'll never be the same again. Never be the same again. I want you to understand something about these three things right here. All three of these are different color. Okay? You see that cross in there? That cross not pretty, is it? It's not some beautifully diagrammed, straight lines, perfect. It's not perfect. You know why that cross is not perfect? Because we're not. Come on. We're not. I'm not perfect. And you know what? This church won't be perfect either. We won't. If you're looking for the perfect church, go, 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 go. Find it. As soon as you join it, you ruined it. I'm sorry. Because, hey, we're not a perfect people, baby. If, If we were a perfect people, we didn't need a Savior. He knew we were a train wreck. So he said, son, you got to hang on that cross because they're a mess. And he did. And he's going to work like heck between now and calling us back home to make us like him. We're righteous only because of him, not because of anything you and I do. I'm telling you, man, the only reason they love us because they love the him in us. They love the Jesus in you. We're not going to be a perfect church. We're not a perfect people. We come to the cross. We come to Christ messed up, man. Broken. Tattered. Torn. We, don't, we, we come messed up. Don't clean up to come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. He'll clean you up. You come to him just like you are. We're not a perfect people. But let me tell you about these three colors. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. A perfect triune. Perfect God. Perfect God. Perfect God surrounded an imperfect people. A perfect God overarching a non-perfect church. Trying to make that church look like them. See, my friends, when you think your world is falling apart, go look at your sticker. You're in the middle of a perfect God. He's got you. Greater is he that is in you than he is in the world. There is no condemnation for you. None. Don't listen to the lies of the enemy. Let this right here surround you. The perfect God that covers you and imperfect people. Let me tell you something. When you see this sticker, every time you see this sticker on a backpack, a car, it don't matter where you see it. Let it remind you that that's an old rugged cross. It's not pretty. Because we're not. And that old rugged cross Say the wretch like me. That means say the wretch like me. And I am surrounded by a perfect union God, a triune, a Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's who's got me. That's who's got me. That's who never let go of me. We are the church in a location called Bushland for such a time as this. A bunch of imperfect people surrounded by a perfect God.
I'm going to tell you something. Greater days are ahead of us. No more obstacles. Mm -mm. No more. Well, you know, I'm not big on denominations. I don't like organized religion. I don't either. Train wreck of America, organized religion sometimes. It's a mess. It's not about a denomination. It's not about a name. It's not about anything but the church. Today, I'm launching us into our future. A church, like last week, that knows its why, has options for its what, and can go in purpose. Amen. Today, we know our why, we have options for our what, and we, the church, will go in purpose. We are a mighty army, a mighty army that cannot be stopped. It's a force that cannot be stopped. It changes lives, marriages, families, communities, and state, nation, world, my friend. This army of the church is marching forward to its destiny, to its new day, to its new dawn. You say, well, is this, are we going to be different next Sunday? No. No. We're not going to be doing anything different next Sunday. Okay? We're going to be having church as the church. We never stood up here, not one time did Paxton stand or I stand up here and go, oh, yeah, I am a Baptist pastor. I better preach like a Baptist pastor. No. I preach like a born-again child of the king, been called by God. I'm going to preach his word. That's, that's what we stand on right there. The church stands on the word. We don't stand on our title or our name or none of that junk. We are all about the word of God and about the church. And from this, forward, this point forward, we're never going to be the same again. You say, what does God have for us? I have no idea what God has for us. None. I couldn't have seen 500 and, what is it, about 550 in here, 545 in here, okay? From 21, did you tell me I saw that? No, I did not see that. Did not see that. I know this, though. There is a groundswell, and some of you have been feeling it for the last three or four weeks. God's about to do something, man. He's about to bust open, okay? He's about to do something incredible, Okay? He's about to move us where we've never been before. He's going to stretch you like you've never been stretched. That's a good thing, okay? But he's going to stretch us as a church, and we're going to see things we've never seen before. And today, I am proud and honored to be the pastor of the church at Bushland. Very proud to be that. Mm. So here's the deal. That's called vision, but with vision, there sometimes comes a little business, okay? And I can't do that, this, without you, okay? So I'm going to call the church into a special call business meeting for the sole purpose, for the sole purpose of launching our new name, the church at Bushland. In order to do that, I need a motion and a second on that. Got a motion by Mike on behalf of the elders. Mm. 
second by Dallas Perrin, Chairman Deacons, on behalf of the Deacons. That's pretty sweet. You guys are uh, looking hot. That's pretty cool. Standing. Listen to me. Bylaws say that we need two-thirds vote to do this. As a show of power, of unity, and of warriors for the king, I'm going to ask you to vote today, not with a raised hand, but standing up. If you're, a, you're in favor of this, you stand together as the church as we go forward in our new destiny. I think, without counting heads, that's two-thirds. <laughs> Amen? If you're visiting here with us, you're not a member or just coming maybe for the first time, and you like what you heard today, and you want to partner with us, I'm going to invite you to stand as well. If you're, ha- if you're not standing, go ahead and stand, even if you're visiting a guest, whatever, it doesn't matter. You're part of the church. Amen. Hey, how about a hallelujah shout and an applause for the church of Bushland? Amen. So here's how we do this. Say up. One of the things the Bible did very well, after God did an incredible thing, the people did what? They celebrated. Now, I know that to draw a crowd, food helps. We're not feeding today, okay? <laughs> but there's a great crowd. You're an army. You're the church going forward. And we're going to absolutely just celebrate and praise him. If you've got air in your lungs, you've got reason to praise, church. I want to hear you like you've never been heard. And I want it to sound like the doors and the roof are off this place. And I want you to rock West Amarillo in Bushman. I want you to rock the house. We're going to celebrate and we're going to sing and celebrate what God's done, what he's doing, what he's yet to do. God be the glory. The church at Bushland. Let's sing. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. That saved a wretch like me yes. Cause I once was lost But now I'm found Was blind But now I see
Amen. Thank you so much. Hey, uh, just a little side note. Um, in the Bible, the eighth year in numerical sense is new beginning. New beginning. Now, I could not have orchestrated that, I promise you, okay? But on the eve of the eighth year, is a new beginning for us. New beginning. Pretty sweet. Pretty cool. Very cool. And by the way, that little sticker, I don't know if y'all can see that very well, church, over there. Um, that sticker right there, we've got a thousand of them. They're going to be at the door when you can't out of here. Now, obviously, I would say get as many as you want, but with a thousand, not everybody's going to get two because we have more than 500 in here. So we've got a whole lot more coming. Is that right? We got a thousand? We'll get a whole bunch more coming, but we want them everywhere. Now, you have to drive better <laughs> because I'm all over the place in my Jeep, okay? Don't, don't become a sermon illustration, okay? I'm sorry. All right. But, uh, hey, I don't want to forget, because pastors are not supposed to forget, it's a time of offering. I'm going to invite our deacons to come up at this time. I'm going to lead us in a word of prayer. Uh, church, again, God bless you. Man, so proud of you. Proud to be your pastor. Proud of all that God's doing here. And uh, just love you. And uh, just stay faithful. And if you're not a part of the giving family here yet, jump in. It's a lot more fun when you're giving to see him do it, boy. So jump in. Let's pray together. Father, we love you. Thank you so much for just a great day. And